You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly J. Lewis with a very special guest on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Miss Carrie Porter. She is a candidate for the Grady County Clerk's uh, seat. So how are you, Miss Porter? Kelly. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, we've been trying to talk to some local candidates. And um, so you're the first one that's been willing to do that. So we thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Gosh, thank you so much. Now, let's talk about what the clerk does. What does the county clerk do? Okay, so it's a good question. Uh, Since I announced that I wanted to run, um, I have been asked this quite a few times. So I'll try to sum it up for you a little bit. So in the office of county clerk, there's actually four different departments um, that run each day. So you have the land records department, and this department is a record keeper for the county, you could say. So this staff records and maintains all of the uh, legal documents such as mortgages, deeds, uh, let's say old gas and mineral leases, tax liens, uh, plat maps. So those types of very important uh, documents for real property, um, that is recorded and maintained in the land records department. So big, big job there. Then you have uh, the purchasing department, which goes through the county clerk's office. And anything that needs to be purchased by the county, obviously, all of that paperwork um, to process and audit and get purchase order numbers out, as well as preparing or requesting bids. That's done through the purchasing um, uh, piece. And then you have accounts payable, which kind of coincides with that. So anything that the county wants to purchase, uh, the accounts payable department will verify and pay all of those approved claims. Um, In addition to taking care of all of the accounts payable there, they also record and maintain all of the appropriations and expenditures for each of the county offices and departments. So a big, big function there as well. And then we also have payroll, which is pretty straightforward. So this department is in charge of all the payroll, insurance, and retirement benefits for all county employees. So you have the four um, functioning departments within the the county clerk umbrella, and then also the county clerk is the secretary to the board of commissioners. So um, they're a support system for all of the commissioners here in Grady County. We have three three districts, District 1, District 2, and District 3. So they're a support uh, to the commissioners. They'll uh, put together the agendas for all of the Monday meetings, uh, bring in budgets, um, but really just a support system to them. Anything that they need, they'll take the minutes for the meetings and have those published. So, Kelly, I guess what I consider the county clerk's office to be is kind of the caregiver or, or caretaker of the county, if you will. So it could be for the citizens of Grady County that we're working with, or it could be for other elected officials, or it could be for Grady County businesses. Um, But we're here to help you. It's not an office or a position that does any policies. We don't make policies or or laws or any of that. 
Um, so really we're here to support Grady County and if given the opportunity, which I hope I, I am elected, I am very excited to be a part of it. Now let's talk about some of the ways that you would make the office more efficient uh, should you be elected to that post. Okay, so a few things that I've been thinking about. Um, first and foremost, the land records department is such a huge, huge um, concentration within this department. Uh, what's important to me, and, and my background, Kelly, just to give you a little bit of background about me, I have uh, 20 years worth of business experience and leadership experience that I'm bringing into this role that I hope I get to bring into this role. Um, and what I mean from that is I've learned so much through my previous career on process analysis and really looking at cost-benefit analysis of any projects you may need to do. And so I only bring that up is because something that's very near and dear to me when you're running a department or a business is actually looking at the process piece. And so the land records departments, there are a lot of different functions that go on on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's face-to-face, -face, if it's electronically, it's preserving the records, it's inputting the data. So what I would like to do is actually look at the process. What is the one, two, three, four, five step process for each of the functions that we need to do to service Grady County on a day-to-day -day basis? Now, one of the biggest things that has been brought to my attention since I'm a candidate and I don't actually work in the office is the fact that our database used to be on a Windows uh, platform database, which if you're familiar, that's the way you want to go. That's how technology is evolving. And to my understanding, and what I've been told is that we have recently, we as in uh, the county clerk today, has changed that to a DOS system. Now, I, like I said, Kelly, I'm not in there on the day-to-day -day basis, but I'm going from the citizens of Grady County and the businesses that have actually reached out to me stating that this is not a user-friendly platform for the actual information and, and the content that they need. Um, being back on a Windows-based database would be something that would be a lot more successful. So what I would like to do is just look at that. Is that something that we need to tweak and get back to a better functioning uh, system for our customer service experience? Um, is it something we can do? And so I'd really like to look at that because we can preserve this data and make sure that it is, t is well taken care of. But if it's not user-friendly in the process that our customers are having to go through to actually get the information they need, if, if that's not a good process, then, then it's not working right. Okay, so I would like to look at that. Um, <clears throat> because that is the revenue uh, department out of this office. And so we want to make sure that everything is working correctly and that our customers, whether internal or external, are getting what they need. Um, another thing that I would like to look at, uh, since there's four different pieces uh, to this department, is probably the purchasing uh, department. and. Kelly, let me just take a second and say also that 
I'm not someone who's trying to come in and fix anything that's not broken. Okay, that just doesn't make sense. It's not good business sense. It's not good business philosophy. If, if a process or a database or a system or a software that we're using today is working seamlessly and it's great, then let's keep being successful and just be productive. But if there is something that is outdated or a process or a software, like I said, that is outdated, that we could put a project plan together, or if we could fix it immediately, that's something that I want to look at. It's just something that I'm very good at, one analyzing process. Um, and so probably on the purchasing side, are we up to date on our systems there? Are we up to date on our payroll systems? Is there anything we can do to make that process? for our county offices and our county employees, can we make that process easier? So I'd, I would like to look at that. And then with something that's really passionate to my heart, Kelly, is uh, morale, you know, morale and temperature of the department. And so what I, I mean from that is we've all had a job where you've gotten a new boss, right? And you're not sure how it's gonna go or what their leadership style is. And so that's gonna be a process for myself and the staff if I am elected that we come in, get to know each other, I get to know their, um, <clears throat> you know, what makes uh, the, the job more productive for them. They get to know my management style, but is something that's very important to me because if you have low morale or you don't have the respect or the trust of um, the employees and vice versa, them uh, trusting me and me trusting them, then it's just not going to be very successful. And it makes for um, not, not as much camaraderie that could be in, in the position on a daily basis. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about working with each and every employee. Um, I value them already because they are the knowledge base and the foundation of this department. So I'm super excited about going in and learning each and every aspect of the job. I think the only way that you can be a good leader is if you know how to do every single aspect of the job. One, you need to know how to do it so that you can know that everything's working correctly. Two, you need to do it to be a support system to your staff anyway, because if someone's sick or they're out, you know, they're taking vacation that they very much deserve, you need to be able to step in and help and, and do that job. And it's something that I've always enjoyed I like being on the front lines. I like interacting with customers. I like working one-on-one -on -one with um, staff members. And so I'm really excited about it. Again, I'll probably say it too many times, but I really hope um, that I get an opportunity to do it because every piece of this job is something that I've already done before, and I'm really excited to get back into that. And I'm all for, as a Grady County voter, as a resident of Chickasha, I'm all for government being more efficient. I'm all for yeah. um, making sure, I mean, even if you have to trim the fat a little bit, I think that being more efficient and like you said, having these, um, these things in place that make it more user-friendly for citizens 
who are seeking information or anything like that, I think streamlining that is a fantastic idea. Thank you, Kelly. Yes, I do think it's important. And it's just the wave of the future. You know, we're evolving and uh, we need to evolve with it. So um, that's something I would look at. Well, and I think there are several uh, ways that technology can be very cost effective. I think that there might be, and, and like you said, when you're, when you're coming into a new job, that kind of unsure uh, feeling at first of, you know, like you said, you're not wanting to reinvent the wheel, but, but you know, you do, you are going to want to make sure that things are more efficient. Exactly. Exactly. I want to uh, make sure that the taxpayers of Grady County know that um, we're spending our money wisely, or is it costing us more to do it this way, or, you know, do we need to make changes, um, like you said, just to make things better and more efficient. But on the same note, I would like to bring something to your attention, if you don't mind, that has been brought to mind. Um, as I've been campaigning, uh, I've been out in, in the communities over the last few weeks, uh, walking in the neighborhoods, trying to meet as many people as I can, just so I can introduce myself and answer any questions you have. But I have been asked a couple of times, I was kind of caught off guard, that someone asked me if if I were to be elected, would I be firing the staff that is in place now? And that very much caught me off guard because there's absolutely n nothing that I would ever do. Um, and so uh, obviously someone started that rumor. I don't know who it is, and, and it, frankly, I don't care. But I do want to actually put out there very much that I mean it, that I would never – I'm not going to fire the staff. Like I said, they are the foundation. They are the knowledge of this department. And that's where I would start first, like I said, is, is working side by side with them, listening to them. They are the ones that can tell me or whomever, Jill stays in the position, that's great. Or if I come in, they're the ones that have the knowledge that, hey, this is working well, or this is what the customer keeps asking us for and we don't have it. Per se, um, for example, we don't take credit card payments. Uh, we take cash or check. Well, that's probably something we want to look into of kind of evolving in that direction. Um, but they are the ones that have the knowledge. And so I would just never take that foundation out of this department because that's what makes them successful is the people who show up every day and do the work. Um, and I want to be a part of that. So I just want to get that out there, unfortunately, um, that that's something that I have been asked, and so I felt like it was important to cover it today. But, Kelly, not only do you have my word that I'm not going to um, fire employees if given this uh, opportunity to become the next county clerk, but I also ask the citizens of Grady County to hold Jill Locke accountable to the same standard um, she is the current uh, county clerk, and I would also ask that she not fire any employees either, uh, regardless of how the election turns out. That's really interesting because, you know, you don't really think about things like that until you're running for office and you, and you get asked yeah. that 
you know, just, just yeah. right off the bat. And to me, when, when somebody goes in, when a new leader goes in and cleans house and brings a bunch of new people in, it, it's, it, to me, that doesn't seem like a great idea because it's like you said, all of that knowledge, everything that was working and what's not working. I mean, you just alienated everybody who could give you that information. You just washed out the entire thing and you're starting all over. And, and, um, it's just, it, it, I, it, I'm almost speechless about it. And if you've noticed, I'm not, I'm not one that is usually a loss for words. So I apologize. I'm talking so much, but, um, I was speechless when I was asked that the first time, because anybody who really knows me knows that I, I have a huge heart for people. Um, I work very closely with, uh, my employees. Like I said, I like to get into the trenches, be on the front lines with them, do the work and actually be there as a support and a teammate. Um, so the fact that anyone would think that I would come into this role and just wipe everything out, it, it, it's just beyond me. So again, I'm sorry that I even brought it up or I had to bring it up. I just felt like I needed to because if that is one question that someone had, I wanted just to make sure that, that they know that that's not something I would do. And, and I'm sorry it even came up. Well, and, but that's something that you need to address and you need to address that in a public forum, because if that's one of the concerns or a rumor that's being started by opposition or somebody else, you know, it's important that we, that you get to address that and make sure that the folks, the voters in Grady County understand where, where exactly you're coming from for that. So I'm really glad that you addressed that. Um, one of the okay. questions I did have is since we're talking about efficiency and we're talking about fiscal accountability, how involved is the county clerk in the like bidding decisions and things like that? Do they have any say over that or do they just organize that information for the board of commissioners? Uh, it's more of a support role, I will tell you. This is the, we we do not the county clerk does not make those decisions, um, <clears throat> but we are definitely a support role uh, for the county for the county commissioners. Uh, they're the ones that that make those decisions that are impacting with. Um, well, I'm trying to think of something uh, that you might be uh, like roads. Uh, like if somebody's going to build something. Yes, yes. Now, any kind of changes or bids that need to be come out, big purchases, those have to go through the commissioner to be approved. You have to get purchase orders in place or even actually put out bids. Now, where our partnership comes in is, is that uh, I can help them with the bid process. I can make sure that each one of the offices know what their budget is, where it looks, you know, their budgeting uh, paperwork, where they stand, um, <clears throat> you know, and that's the partnership that comes from that. So actually making the decisions, no, that's not our, dis our department. That's where I was kind of saying that I feel like we're more of a support role for the county, which is great. I love it. Somebody um, is something that I am passionate about. But as far as decisions, uh, that will be on the commissioner's side. So you basically keep them organized and make sure that the paperwork is all in order and make sure it, that everything's um, above board 
as far as like you may not set the policy but you follow that policy and procedure to make sure everything is done in a legal and uh yes. like the the right way yes um absolutely you do have to follow policy and procedure and and actually if you're going to be successful in any role you have to be able to follow the rules, the statutes, the policy procedures, whatever the title may be. And I don't feel like I would have been as successful as I have been in my career the past 20 years if I had not been known for doing that. So, again, it's probably something that I do need to say out loud. I am very much following policy and procedure. Um, I do all the trainings and certifications that I need to do so that I am at all times educated uh, continued education, continued learning is something that I'm passionate about. So you have to stay on top of all that. So when it comes to purchasing decisions and the county clerk and then the county clerk is actually in the meetings with the commissioners, if there's a purchase order that comes through or there's a conversation that comes up, I should be able to uh, speak to if we're staying within state laws and statutes that we need to follow. So, yes, I can be a soundboard for that and uh, make sure that we are following the rules when it comes to those things. Um, so, yes, uh, definitely following policy and procedure, making sure that our purchases are following state law with statutes. Um, that is something that I would know, and that's something that I would partner with them on. Absolutely. Now, how um, how big is Grady County, like population-wise, approximately? How many residents do we have here in Grady County? We have between fifty-two to fifty-five thousand in in Grady County. Wow, I didn't realize it was that much, but I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a I pretty big county. It was more. Yeah, um, I have to tell you, okay, so I'm from Rush Springs. Uh, that's where I, I graduated and went to high school. And so, um, you know, it's a very small community within Grady County, if you will. So when uh, the campaign started occurring and I started getting out and, and going around to the different communities uh, to put up signs, if you will, or just introducing myself, getting the word out, um, is when I actually started getting a, a, a more of an eye-open view, if you will, on on how just how big Grady County is. Um, so yeah, I guess to to go along your lines, I kind of thought it <clears throat> was around those numbers, but until I actually uh, looked into it and actually drove all the roads, we're a pretty big little spot on the map, and and I love 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 our county. It's beautiful, and it's so friendly. That's one thing I want to say is through this entire campaign, going from town to town to business to business, um, you know, having meetings here and there with certain uh, groups, everybody has been so kind. And I know it's the Oklahoma way, but I'm a little biased probably to say that Grady County really has it going on. Everybody is so kind. We are so pulled together. We support each other no matter what, and I just, I could not be more proud than to be where I am from. That's excellent. And, you know, that's, that's so important to, I, I think that a lot of people who run for office often miss that mark. Um, and, uh, you know, being able to really open doors in, in these communities that they're not from. 
And so that's fantastic to be able to have that, have that network of, you know, being, being a, being a local, a local person and still wanting to, uh, have that pride to serve your community in that way, because I mean, an elected official, that's, that's a lot of responsibility and the people who want to take that on, they, they have to have that dedication to their community and to the citizens in it. I I agree with you. I do. And, and I, uh, I do have it in me. It's, uh, it's in my DNA. I, I do believe I can tell you. And I just love, I've worked with the public all my life starting at a very young age, and um, I ran a, a call center uh, for AT&T, and, and if you're familiar at all, uh, it's, it's customer service 24-7. Um, and so it's something that I love doing. I actually worked in retail for many years as well. So I love doing customer service in any fashion, but being able to do it face-to-face is something that I really, really am passionate about because I, I just love people. I love working with the public. I love helping them. So if it's something that's in my knowledge base, in my experience, and I can bring that forth and just help make whatever quest they need to make it easier, it's it's something that I enjoy doing. And, and you know, they say, Kelly, if you find something that you really enjoy doing, you probably feel like you've never have to work again. And so it's just something that when I get up in the morning and I get to go to a job that entails me being able to do that on a daily basis is something I take pride in and I really look forward to it. Well, I appreciate all the help that you've given us here at Talk Jive. Um, and now let's talk about the election itself. It's it's coming up. It's June 30th. Yes, ma'am. It's right around the corner. So, um, what is that, 13 days? I kept saying two weeks yesterday. So, yes, it's uh, Tuesday, June 30th. Uh, There are absentee ballots uh, occurring as we speak, and you can still do that if, for some reason, you don't want to get out to the polls. You can get a form online, and you can fill that out and send it, and it goes to the Grady County Election Board, and they can send you an absentee ballot that you can send in if that would make you feel more comfortable or the polls will definitely be open on Tuesday, June 30th. And I would absolutely love to ask everyone to please vote and please vote Carrie Porter for Grady County clerk. I love that. Now, don't forget, folks, <laughs> we actually have early voting here in Oklahoma. So you can get out to the polls on Friday, yes. on Saturday, yes. or on Monday. So you have plenty of opportunity to vote. Now, for the absentee uh, voting, you want to make sure that you do that as soon as you can because I think that you have to have those ballots in pretty soon. And, um, and there are some things that you have to do. So make sure that you get on the Oklahoma Election Board's website if you want more information about that. Or you can call the Grady County Election Commission and um, they'll be able to help you and answer any questions that you might have. But if you're like me and you have to go to the polls, like you physically have to go to the polls and cast your vote, uh, make sure that you do that on Tuesday, June 30th. And the polls are going to be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Plenty of time to get out there and cast your vote for Grady County Clerk. Carrie Porter is on the phone with us today. Miss Porter, thank you so much for coming on and telling us what the clerk actually does and why you're the most qualified person to have that seat. 
Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been an honor and I appreciate you. Thanks so much, everyone. And don't forget, if you've missed this conversation or any of our conversations, you can catch up with those wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you're a Grady County voter and you want to know a little bit more about Carrie Porter and her candidacy, make sure that you check out this interview. Thanks so much again to Carrie Porter and make sure that you get out there and vote on June 30th. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous, we're independent, and we are Talk Jive Radio.